Welcome to Tea Time with Miss Liz. That's right, afternoon tea. And today I am in the studio with an amazing plummy color, amazing purple <laughs> dragon here. Oh my goodness. Dr. April Johnson is in the house with me today. So I'm just going to read a little bit about her bio and then we will sit back, enjoy an amazing cup of tea. So grab your favorite beverage if it's not tea, coffee, milk, juice, a glass of wine and join the conversation. And if you have any questions, put them in the comments. If you're watching the replay, put replay. But we really want to have you join us in the live. So Dr. April Johnson is a business consultant, insurance broker and counselor. Dr. April L. Henderson Johnson was born in New Jersey, presently resides in Florida with her husband, Samuel Johnson. Dr. Johnson has four sons along with several grandchildren. In August 2019, to earn her doctorate degree in Christ, Christi, Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University, Dr. Johnson is a senior pastor of St. Mary's Free Will Baptist Church, Plant City, Florida. She is a CEO and business consultant, licensed insurance agent at Dr. April Johnson's Enterprise, LLC, president at Johnson's Counseling Enrichment Center for Christians, Counseling, Certified Marriage, Bereavement, and offers low-income tax services. Dr. April Johnson is also an author of inspirational and children's books. Dr. Johnson's heart is for her community as an advocate, collaborator, and leader. And if you want to know more about Dr. April Johnson, please check her out on Miss Liz's Tea Time Facebook page and LinkedIn and all the other goodies that I have out there. So welcome, April. It is an honor to have you here today on the show. So let me know a little bit on who April is and how it all began on where you are today. Yes, thank you so much, Miss Liz. I appreciate you um, having me on your platform and just having that wonderful collaboration and fellowship today. Actually, it started in New Jersey, as you stated. Um, I really feel like it started because of the reading. And I'm very passionate about um, reading and, and literacy for young people, including um, the Boys and Girls Club. Um, this year, we were able to um, help with um, 100 book bags. We donated to the Plant City Boys and Girls Club through the book sales from My Joy Travels the World, which is a book, um, a young children's book. And it all really started from reading and having the inspiration um, to read more because you can travel without even leaving your front door. And so I would have never been able to aspire to where I am today if it had not been for reading. So you mentioned that you're a children's author. So where did that come from? Was that a dream of yours as a little girl or? Actually, um, believe it or not, it came from the, the book that I wrote. My first book is My Joyous Power. And it's an inspirational book. And that came from a preaching um, that I had transcribed in um, 2015 and I, oh, excuse me, 2016. And I had preached a sermon that my joy has power. And so, um, after, and that was in New Hope Free Will Baptist Church in Lake Wells, Florida under Bishop Charles um, Brown. And I was associate pastor of the United American Free Will Baptist Church at that time. And so, it was a pre it was actually a healing from preaching and i was sharing that after i had been through divorce i had been through um you know i had went through miscarriage i have have lost cars i lost homes i lost people i lost my parents you know but after all that had um i lost the one thing that i could say i had was joy so no matter what the punches in life hit me um I still had my joy and I knew that that was powerful. And so with the greatest things of, um, and, you know, experiences that I had went through traumatic and, and so many different um, aspects of my life, I was able to stand with joy. So after I per, um, created my book, my granddaughter, her name is Jade, she would love to look at my book, but of course she cannot read. She's under two years old at the time. And she would just look at my picture 
and the pictures that were in the front of the page in the back. And so she was my inspiration because she loves me to read um, to her. So that's what inspired me to write a children's book. And she is born from Hawaii. Um, her mother is Hawaiian. And I was able to um, be present at her birth in Hawaii, which was now that was a lifelong dream that I always wanted to go. So in one aspect, yes, um, it was a, a dream come true. And I really feel like if I hadn't have visited Hawaii, I would not have been so um, detail oriented and to really um, create that book to prolific form because the the it, it's such an experience that I can I, you can't even tell even the air smells like flowers you know and so that's how I was able to articulate it but also transpose it into a book form and that is called My Joy Travels the World and um, it says the first book series it says that um, Joy meets Nene the Hawaiian bird. And the second part to the series will be coming out this year. And it says, um, my joy travels the world. Joy meets Hanu, the sea turtle. So I'm just really excited about that. I really like that, the sea turtle, because the sea turtles are kind of magical, right? Like, Yes. I, yeah. I've heard really good stories about sea turtles. Uh, my my oldest got to swim with them, and she's like, "Mom, they're like soft and silky, like they're really calming." And that, so, so yeah. a little bit more on you, April. As a little girl, I noticed that you you mentioned the word joy a lot. And before we got on live, I seen a cup with joy on it. <laughs> so I want to under, understand what is your joy, April. Well, my mother, she actually um, used to call me a bundle of joy. Even my siblings, I, she says I was always a happy baby, always um, a, you know, just, just a joy to be around. And some of my friends, um, you know, I'm too joyful that I have to wait to call them after um, 10 o'clock, um, a.k.a. Pamela Brown. So... <laughs> So that's my sort of my god sisters. And so even, you know, some teammates and coworkers, I'd come in and I'm just like all bubbly, joyful. And they're like, they're like, okay, that's a little bit. Can you tone that joy down a little bit? So I've had to kind of tone it down to um because this is the way I am. I'm effervescent. I, I love that, you know, um the bubbliness. I've always been that way. And so joy to me came from my love for the Lord, you know, and I truly believe that that's the only sustaining um, is my relationship with God. And, you know, and then that equates to my relationship with people. You know, I love people. I'm so grateful for the relationships and the, the connections. I just put that on Facebook, you know, when it is reciprocal, just like yourself, you know, yeah. we, we are strangers as far as physically, but when you connect with someone that, and you believe in their vision, which I do believe in your vision, Miss Liz, and, you know, and I really was just supporting you. Um, when I see, you know, you know, a, a lady that's holding her crown and a queen is holding her crown, you know, Queen Liz, you know. So I was just really encouraging you to continue to do what you do best. And that um, no matter what you go through, which life can really make you feel like you can lose. I lost my joy. So I, so now that I have it back, I mean, you, you have to, you have to really fight if you're going to take my joy now. So. <laughs> where that's where that resilience comes in, right? Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> because yes, joy yeah. is resilient. Yes, you know, yeah. if you, if you lose the joy, you need resilience to get that joy back. Right. Yes. Yes. And so that's, that's another, that word actually came about before joy. Okay. My, um, my godfather, Bishop um, Elliot um, T. Brown Jr. We were in new pastors at the time. Um, I was under his leadership in 2004. We moved to Florida. And so he asked us to describe ourselves. 
And if you had one word, what would you describe? And what would you rather be? Water, fire, or um, I think dirt or ice or something like that. You know, it's like a question that you ask. Like the elements, you know, the elements of the earth. And the one word I said was, I'm resilient. I'm resilient. And he says, wow, that's a powerful word. And he says, okay, so what would you describe yourself as? I says, water. I said, um, because no matter what, water is powerful and it's resilient. It will get through anything, um, any type of material. Water is consistently resilient. And so those are the two things that I see because up until that point, I didn't know all the other things I would go through. But up until that point, I felt I was resilient to, you know, um, just to be honest, you know, domestic abuse, um, you know, molestation, you know, all these things that I had went through, um, loss of, you know, family members, you know, my parents, um, even, you know, just in the whole situation of just going through life, um, I realize that I'm resilient and I'm going to press my way. And I'm, you know, I am a ram. I was born in April, you know, so <laughs> I can be stubborn, you know, but I learned how to maneuver like water. Water is adaptable, right? Yeah. You have to know when to hold up, you know, when to fold up and when to walk away. Right. So I learned in my resilience how to use that as a positive and not as a person that is going to, you know, I'm going to get my way regardless um, because then we can become a bulldozer. Right. And we exactly. don't want to bulldozer over people. And so I had to learn to adapt, to use it as a positive and to build, you know, just like with you, I was resilient to let you know, listen, I know you're going through something right now, but you can make it. I was like, resilient to encourage you to put that smile back on your face i didn't know specifically what you were going through but i felt your spirit you know i could look in your posts from where you were and where you were posting and so those things we have to help each other be resilient you know um exactly and that's what we are here today well, I really appreciate you saying that, April, because I want the viewers out there to understand that, yes, Miss Liz has a hard time. And Miss Liz is a self-made entrepreneur. I am doing this all on my own. And I do need that encouragement. I do need that support. And I really appreciate you, April, for saying that because I myself need that help and support as well. And as you were saying in the back of the studio is, you know, we need to find the guidelines on how to support one another, how to encourage one another. And that's exactly what you're doing is you're encouraging me, but I'm also encouraging you. And together we both grow, you know, because we're both watering our seeds. We did talk, we, we did talk a little bit in the background about your coffee, tea and me. I want to hear a little bit more about this coffee, tea and me. Is this something <laughs> in the process? Is this something in the future? Where are it's you going with this coffee, tea and me girl? Because you know, tea is me, right? <laughs> shared with an individual and um this was my you know coffee tea and me so she took the coffee part which was fine and i encouraged her i actually was on her podcast and things like that and then um a couple of times like tampa tea is a group and then um someone else had taken a tea time and another friend of mine was um like their name and tea with you know with them and so i was like you know I, I don't know if there's enough room for, you know, like. I there's always room. Was, Come on. There's never enough tea exactly out there. Told me. Exactly. But sometimes, but that's even the way I felt when I wrote my book, right? I, you know, you do your studies. We were talking and you, you do your studies on your, um, your topics, right? And then you do your studies on your title. What's the perfect title? So when I looked it up and I saw tea, um, joy, there was so many books on joy. And so I was like, Lord, let's pick a different name because there's so many names. And, the, you know, it was a gentle voice, just the Holy Spirit just said, they don't have your voice and it's your book. It's your footprint in this world. And, you know, it reminds me of the scripture that says, you know, you are wonderfully and fitfully made in my sight. And he knows the very hairs of our head. So it was that precious moment 
that I could, you know, there could be a million people that's writing a book, but it's not your book. It's not like your fingerprint is distinct to you, you know, and your DNA is distinct to you. And that's how that came to me was coffee, tea and me. And so even me would be two terms because we're here to be an outreach to the world. Right. And so some people, they're not going to accept like right in your face, God or Jesus. Right. But the me is me, April. Right. And then the me, the bigger me is God, Jesus, the relationship. So that's I love it. I love it because you're actually doing exactly what, in just a different way than what Miss Liz is doing. Because Miss Liz, it's the cup is us, and the tea is our story, is our life, you know. And you're yeah. actually bringing the tea in with you and God. I know. I I like it. I like <laughs> it. And there's never enough tea in the world. Come on. There's over forty thousand no, tea companies out there, and. Right. We're still making more tea. So tea right. is endless, right? It's like well, our that stories. Well, made me feel so good when you said that because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know in in any type of life, but as a writer, you know, and even any venture, any businesses, there's always this competition. And yes. I, I refuse to... I'm a very, now don't get me wrong. I'm a very competitive person. I have, I have four brothers. (laughs) I have three sons and no, if they win, they know that they won fair and square. (laughs) So, and you know, but I, I am a competitive person, but I just feel like in the body of Christ in, you know, in society and sisterhood and friendship, we can be more collaborative. We can get so much more accomplished because we're we're working together like our hands right versus competing and so when we're collaborative then we can help build you know we can actually help someone get to the next level and so that's where um the the competition you know and so i didn't want you know you to feel that way and i don't want my other sisters to feel that way like i'm not in competition i'm in competition with me because exactly know that I have to get my work done. And, you know, God is not going to come to you and say, well, Dr. April uh, didn't get her work done. What happened? He's going to say, Dr. April, what did you do? So that's where I had to change. And um, I try to change people's mindset every day that we are collaborative. We, we, we add to each other, you know, and when we work together, we can accomplish more. Than exactly. Exactly. And and this is what I encourage all the time with tea time, you know, mm-hmm. is all of the tea time guests. If something has resonated with you or a guest has been on tea time and it connects, work together, connect together, network mm-hmm. together. You know, when we water each other's seeds, this is how we make a difference. And this is yeah. what my brand is making a difference. I can't yeah. make a difference by myself. I need everyone else out there Absolutely. in order to make this difference. You know, it's Absolutely. not Miss Liz on uh, fights the world by herself. No, it's Miss Liz with everyone else. Your flavors and blends are needed. And this is why we, we have connected, you know, and I really see the deeper understanding of why we've really connected because <laughs> you have a lot that the understanding of the collection collaboration. A lot of people don't understand what collaboration means. Uh, mm-hmm. For the viewers out there, collaboration means working together. It, yes. it, it actually means supporting one another, you know, watering each other's seeds and that. As mm-hmm. you see, I'm in my tea room and April's in her tea room. She has her little teacup. We are supporting one another. We are collaborating together. We are working through yes. this tea time together. So I want to get into a little bit more on what you do, April. Yeah. With the, the Dr. April Johnson's enterprises and how you help and support people. Absolutely. Well, we help one person at a time. I like it because that's all you can do. (laughs) We can can impact the world by one um, individual at a time, one city at a time, one state and one nation. And then guess what? One country at a time, you know, because we are here to impact. Um, So basically how um, the first thing happened was um, me pastoring. I pastor Awesome Church, which is St. Mary's Free Will Baptist Church in Plant City, Florida. 
And so with that, we also do Johnson's Christian Counseling, which has been virtual since um, 2019. So we do, I, I counsel all over the world. I even have um, members, even in California, um, from from my church that actually pay tithes and they watch our um, Facebook, which I've been doing um, live since 2017. Um, this year is our fourth year um, at this um, location. And before this, I was pastoring Mount Zion Free Will Baptist Church. And I was also, that was in 2016, we were doing live. So before it became the trend, we are definitely trendsetters. I'm definitely a forerunner. And I try to utilize resources. And honestly, collaboration is really utilizing your resources, your talents, your gifts, um, your knowledge, your experiences, and you're willing to share that with another person. So that's what we did with um, Johnson Christian Counseling and St. Mary's Rural Baptist Church. From there, um, I was a um, vice president for a bank. And so for five years, and then I felt it was time for me to go either be an area leader or to become a financial advisor because I could really do the banking. I, 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 we were closed for four months and I still exceeded to 115% of our goal. And oh, wow. yes. And I mean, God was good, but we worked, you know, if you work and you keep consistent behaviors every single day, then you will see the fruit of your labor, right? It's like planting a seed. You have to water it. You have to take care of it. You have to pull out the weeds. So if you continue to be consistent in behaviors, you will see the results, right? And so that's what happened with me. Um, I finally, I felt like um, I wasn't, not that you, I, I didn't want to say I'm not good enough, but I didn't feel as though I was, had all the skills. And so when I became a financial center manager, which you have to have the skills and it gave me the confidence to step out on my own. And so I was, um, I've been licensed for my insurance since 2006, actually. Um, I went out one time with um, independent insurance. Then I went back to banking, which I love. I love my clients. I love, you know, just helping people. And so when I was ready to take the next step, um, I was able to um, collaborate again, right, with other um, like family first and also with Mutual of Omaha and um, America. So I was an independent advisor and I'm an agent. And so I was able to connect with all these businesses personally. Um, in addition, I was also able to collaborate with Assurance. Um, where I could work from home and still help with Humana, you know, United American, um, all the, the, the big um, Fortune 500 companies, but yet work under my own, um, my own name as a, as a entrepreneur. So as I was getting, I was getting ready to be like, okay, this is that. And then I had so many clients come and say, I still need help setting up my business. I need help with taxes. I need help with credit repair. So I was like, how am I going to do all this? I'm only one person. <laughs> so I live by my calendar and that's how I get a lot of things um, very accomplished, timely, not late, you know, being consistent and knowing when to turn it off as well. So mm -hmm. I'm able to help businesses set up their formation because after their business is set up they need coverage they need to protect their families they need to protect um key man you know key insurance they need to make sure that their partner if they pass away they're protected so it became actually almost like um you know a beautiful flower a rose how you see it have different petals on it right but it's still a flower so mm -hmm. that's how I look at my business. So there's different aspects of my business, but it's still, um, you know, John, Dr. April Johnson um, Enterprises. So it's so, like, different, like yeah. different layers of the flower, right? Different petals. Exactly, and that. different so, petals. Yeah. I like and that. Yeah. So now I'm full-time with um, Mutual of Omaha just scooped me up and... <laughs> 
they just scooped her up and took her. So they're my main um, partner. And I love that because they said, you know, I'm telling them I'm part of this group. I'm part of that. I did. They says, we want you to keep it because we're community based. We want to partner with you. Um, you know, we have outreach. We 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 collect shoes um, for charity. We collect clothing, um, our books. Like I said, every time you uh, purchase a book, we actually donate to we've been able to donate to the Pregnancy Care Center in Plant City um, three times. We've donated to um, a young a young man. He went to University of Kentucky. We gave him a scholarship and we gave a high school individual a scholarship. And so as God has blessed me, I bless others because I, you know, I wasn't, I had to pay for my college. I had to, everything. I don't say that I'm a self-made woman because I do need everyone. You know, everyone that opened the door for me, I tell them, thank you. I'm appreciative. But once the door was open, I had to maximize and be the best that I could be. And that's work hard and consistent. Well, I, I like the words that you're using too, because for the viewers out there, I mean, the ones that will watch the replays later after we were done the live show, the, the words that you're using are, they, they are teachable and educational words. And they are words that we all live by and all should be living by, you know, consistency. If we want somebody to see us and to actually make a difference, we have to be consistent. You know, yeah. we have to show our brand. We have to show who we are. And sometimes we're not always at the best you know, our cup is not always full, but we still have to show that sometimes our cup is empty or halfway, but we're still yes. showing up no matter what. I always tell everyone this show up no matter how, what shape you're in. There you go. You know, cause you if you don't, don't show up, they don't know. That's right. That's right. And, um, when I began pastoring at St. Mary's, um, you know, it was maybe one or two people and, um, it was like, sometimes it was just myself. And it was a, a, a fellowship. It was a commitment to the Lord that I um, would show up no matter who showed up. I showed up yeah. because you never know who might show up. And one thing about it that has been growing and we have been prospering. Um, and I always say it doesn't take much it, it, you, with a few. Right. Just be consistent and it will continue to show forth that the community sees that when they need help, they know to call because, you know, Dr. April's going to show up, um, my family, my friends, because um, even in the midst of, even though we say it's okay, you know, we forgive you, but we still want that person. You know, I had to show up as a mother. Doesn't matter uh, what anyone else did they're coming to me as the mother, right? Because they expect you to show up. And whether you're tired, whether you're not feeling well, you still have to show up. And one thing I wanted to share with you is what changed in me is through all the situations with my joyous power, I had to show up for myself. And that's something that we, we forget about. Yeah. And you know, showing up for yourself sometimes mean meaning to say no, not always accepting every engagement, um, showing up for yourself. Like yesterday was a self-care. Thursday was a self-care. I totally, um, it was a holiday and I did not work on that day. I literally took that holiday. I had an individual call um, and I shared, I'm closed today. Well, I, I thank you for telling me that, but I just had one more question, sir. You can call me tomorrow, but I'm closed today. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. I will definitely call you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. I, thank you, sir. And that was it. The reason why is I we all need a mental break day. We do. Right? And that yes. goes into the Christian counseling. I counsel marriages, um, individual um, teens. I do life coach. I do business coaching. Sometimes, just like we were talking earlier, you know, you're like, I want to do this and I want to bring my brand to another level. How do I do that? Well, that's where I help you. I help individuals. Um, it's almost like a think tank, right? I'm a strategist. I help you create. I've helped to um, just recently, I helped two nonprofits. Um, become lucrative 
and they were doing the same activities, but they were not implementing an area for them to receive funds. So if you don't implement a way for some, I may want to give you something, but if your hand is closed, how am I to give it to you? I don't care how much you want it. I want to give it to you. So I had to show them to open their hands. And another word is being vulnerable. Yes. I had to ask for help. I had to pay people for help, even though I don't have a great budget, but guess what? I know how to collaborate with someone else that does it. I know how to ask for help. And that's something that I think pride and, um, and also we don't want our, we don't want our enemies or we don't want someone to know that we needed help. I don't care. Any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. Right? I love it. I love it, April, because that's the same way as I am. Right. A lot of people are like, Miss Liz, don't say that. Miss Liz, don't do that. If I don't do that, how do I get results? Mm-hmm. If I don't ask, if I don't put it out there that I need the help, how do I get results? You right. know, we, we need to be able to ask for help. And it's not right. about pride or anything. It's we're, we're, in, we're human beings. Okay. We all need that help, right? And I really like that you do the one person at a time because that's what I do is the one cup at a time. You know, mm-hmm. we, we can make a difference in the world. Yes, Definitely. but we have to start with ourselves first. Yes, yes. You know, I, the self-care is very, very important. Yes. So I want to get into April's tea now because... I just think it's tea time now. It's really, really time to get into the tea. So what is your tea, April? So if I give you the letters T-E-A, what is your tea? So if you give me a word for each letter. Oh, Lord. I am a thinker. T, the the first one is a thinker. I'm very, um, I guess I don't want to say, I'll say analytical, but very, um, I'm a thinker. And so... Sometimes we can overthink and that has to do with also like counseling and self-care. But as thinking, it's very important to think your thoughts through, right? And to write Mm -hmm. it out because um, some ideas, sometimes I even text if you want to do a text, right? So some of the ideas I text to myself because I may forget it. And that at that moment, I might be driving. Right. So I'll talk to text or I might be in a meeting. And of course, you know, you really can't write or, you know, you don't want to be like you don't want to say like you're not really paying attention. But sometimes ideas come from something that an individual says and you have to put that down. Right. Put your thoughts down because you never know because we you know, your thoughts. Right. Become are so powerful. And when you change your thoughts, that's how, you know, um, just to be scriptural, right, is that, you know, the way a man thinketh or way a person thinketh, so is he. So you have to change your thoughts. I began to change my thinking, stinking thinking. That was used to be my best word in college. Um, Because if you think stinky, you're going to, your results are going to be stinky. But if you are, if you think super superb i mean you're gonna think and reach to be super you know and so i began to change my thoughts i began to change my talk that means i am the head and not the tail right i i can do this i'm shaking in my boots i never wrote a book before but i can do it we can do this i don't know how we're gonna do it but we're gonna do it right I asked for my book cover. I didn't know who to go to. Where do I get the illustration? I had the picture, um, collaborated with um, um, Horton International Ministries, um, Mimo, which is a godmother of mine, Faye Horton. She was fantastic. She already had a publishing company. She collaborated with me and with her ideas, some which was using, um, it was just Fiverr. Who knew? But it would cost me $20. Awesome. I had already designed it. He just had to put it, you know, not even expensive. Why do I share that? Because I don't care who you use. I don't care if you go back and use the same things that I did. Guess what? What is for you is for you. Exactly. That's why I can collaborate with you. That's why I could tell you my dreams. I could tell you something that's going to happen in the future because I'm not worried about you taking it from me because that was given to me. 
Exactly. Just like my joy is power, right? So E, you know, I used to be a perfectionist, right? And now I'm more worried about the process and the progress, okay? So E is for excellence. We ought to strive for excellence. And that means quality. That doesn't mean, so if your quality is down here because of your funding, because of, you know, you can't afford a $100,000 house, but you can afford a $15,000 house. That means when you're at a $15,000 house, you be the best $15,000 house. That means you clean it, you, you paint it, you do whatever God has put in your hand. And yeah. that's what I did. I used a little bit and I just kept building on it, kept building on it, okay? I remember my first car, my, my first brand new car was a Ford Escort. And it was, a I love you, girl. You're a Ford girl too. <laughs> Listen, it had the hatchback and people used to laugh at me. I didn't even know how to drive a stick. I got approved for it. It was in my name. Even though I was married, it was in my name. My first car. You couldn't tell me that this wasn't the best car since ever eternity. I don't care. It was the basic of everything. But guess what I did? I souped it up. I, I painted it. I put gold rims on it. I actually put a kit on it and um, put a new system, put a sunroof. Everybody, they wanted my car. But, and I showed them before and after pictures. They couldn't believe it was the same car. But when you're a visionary yeah. and you can take simple, the bottom and you put it in God's hand, he can make it so marvelous. You know, he can make it into something so spectacular. If you just put it in his hands, put it in the master's hands and he will exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think or ask. And so a, my word for a is actually, I'm appreciative. I really feel that your altitude is determined by your gratitude. I truly believe that. I believe that um, I've been sincerely appreciative of people's um, time. There, everyone that has deposited into me, you know, everyone that has given me an opportunity from um, working at McDonald's, you know, first time I was 13 and a half and they gave me that position. I was so excited. You would have thought that I, um, you know, I, I was having the best job ever. Right. And so I had to wait till I was 15 to actually get on board, but they would let me do small things. And when I wore my hat and I thank God for McDonald's because back in the day, you had to greet people. You had to treat people right. You had to give them eye contact. You had to know the menu. You had yeah. to know where the buttons were. There was a lot of things. And one thing about it, I pressed my um, my outfits. I washed them. I pressed them. And I went to work like a CEO back then. And my mom, I really believe Barbara Birch, Barbara Esther Sykes, she was born. Um because even in, in in high school, I mean, even in grade school, actually, um, my friends, I said, what did you think about me? They said, we thought you were a librarian because the way that I dress, my mom always dressed me. We were in church, right? So sometimes after school, we would go straight to church or Bible study. So we wore skirts and, you know, but my mom, she actually trained me. She's like, you know, I'm, you're going to be in the business world and I'm going to train you. So it means nothing to, to dress up in a, a blazer or a jacket or, you know, slacks that are, you know, ironed and, you know, dresses that are really nice because she trained me as a part of my life. Even, even in Florida, you know, I'm, I don't have to wear stockings as much, but I used to wear stockings all the time. It never fazed me because I was trained in that area. And that's what we're doing now with our church. We're having and this is a new idea and it's called, um, you know, we're teaching them etiquette. And so the word is sister cat. So we're teaching young ladies and young men and um, 
to teach them how to do etiquette. Remember economics? We're teaching them how to cook. We're teaching them how to sew. And um, just being, and even men, because my boys, my men of valor, they know how to clean. They know how to cook. They know how to take care of themselves. They know how to do laundry. Because I didn't know if they were going to get married. And I always, and they also realize that I'm not your maid, you know? <laughs> exactly, right? You know, I just wanted to let y'all know that. And, um, <laughs> that they would be independent men. And, and I know that when they receive, you know, they have um, wives that they would, um, that they would appreciate what I trained them to be. So I feel like as a community, it starts at the home, right? You have to begin to teach them yes. how to treat one another. So now whether they stray, I believe this, that the Lord says, uh, we are to train up a child the way that they should go. When they're old, they will not depart with it. So we're just to put those seeds in them, right? Everyone, and I, I just want to tell the young people and the, the, the mothers and fathers, even though your sons and daughters may not reflect who you are, just keep believing. Just keep putting those seeds of faith because I believe that God is going to turn things around for our next generation. But if we don't start to pour into it, my children are grown. So now I'm starting to pour into my community to help them because maybe they don't have a parent that can teach them. I, I, re I really like the direction that you've done. And I really love your tea because your tea is actually telling me who you were as a little girl, who you are now and who you are in the future. And it makes sense because as you're sharing, you were trained as a little girl to be who you are today, right? So it's the, the the thinker. You were a thinker even as a little girl. You were thinking on how you were going to be that CEO in the future. You know, you were and that. And we have a lot of common, a lot of things in common. Like even your siblings, like you, you look like a secretary, you look like a librarian. You look that everybody told me that because I always wore scarves. Even when I was a little girl, I love my scarves. So I am known for my scarves. Everybody's like, Liz, like, what is it with scarf? I just love scarves. I, I can I tell you too. it's me. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like even excellence, like you put a different flavor to it, a different, the quality of excellence, you know, it's not the perfection. It's the excellence of the quality that we're serving the people that we're giving to each individual out there. And you're doing that with one person at a time. You're doing that with everything that you're doing right now, April. Like yeah. you are in the present, like really strong. Like God is working on you really strong, you know, <laughs> yeah. and appreciate it. I see you as a very appreciated person of what you've gone through. You sharing that story with McDonald's and all that. You know, I, I say this to everyone. It doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter what you have. It's how you treat yes. someone and how you look at things, right? And yes. and I love that you took that effort to make yourself look prim and proper, even at McDonald's, because we're, you're giving mm -hmm. a strong message to the young girls out there and the young guys mm -hmm. out there. You know, when you go into work, go in looking like you want to be the CEO of that company. That's right. You know, don't go in as, oh, I got to work from nine to five and I got to go home. And, you know, if you're bringing that attitude in, then you shouldn't even be there. Yes, you know? exactly. So we need to change the mindset. And I love, and I wrote this down, the CEO mindset. We need to really bring that yes. in to the youths. This, yes. You know, getting our youths to really think CEO. When you go into mm -hmm. a job, you go in thinking you're going to run that country, that company yeah. in five years or you run your own company you know you have that entrepreneurship of leading and believing in yourself Absolutely. i really like the message that you're giving out with your tea because your tea is a strong tea and it is you <laughs> because i can see you as a little girl how am i going to do this when i get older how am i going to do that when i like even the truck like i'm like everyone's like liz why do you like ford i don't know i just like ford i don't even know the different <laughs> brands of cars but i'm always picking a ford i'm like oh that's a nice one oh yes. there's a ford again and i'm like <laughs> yes well you know? i love the ford because it says what built strong and tough right? exactly right and that's what you know we are built strong and you know when we teach our children um not only to be CEOs of their own company. I always share this when I was a manager and I still share it now that um, you're a brand inside of a brand, exactly. right? When I worked for Bank of America, I worked for Wells Fargo, I worked for SunTrust, now Truist, I worked for State Farm. You know, I was a brand inside of a brand, 
even now, Mutual of Omaha, you know, they're like, you know, with the advisors, they're like, we want to partner with your brand. Because why? I created a brand that they want to partner with me. So not only am I able to help what I used to do, but now I'm able to bring it to another level. You know, I'm able to not just help them with insurance, but help them, you know, with retirement planning, with um, asset protection, and also leaving a legacy for the next generation. We've never been taught that, you know, it's like, okay, we live for now, we live for here, but to really leave a legacy to help all of our children, whether it's the community, whether it's your church, you can leave a legacy for your church if that's, or your passion for your business. You know, you may wanna continue to have your business go forward with your name attached to it. So that leaves your name a legacy. So I'm helping, one small person at a time, because I always said this, I treat everyone fairly because you never know who that person is and who they, and I always say, it's not how you end is how you start. Yeah. And if we would start humbly, if we would start, um, you know, I, how would I have known that I would have all these different hats and all these different gifts and all these different experiences but I was faithful when I was at State Farm. I was faithful when I was at Bank of America, at Wells Fargo, at SunTrust, you know, um, now Truist. And, you know, I w- am faithful to my to my church, to United America Free. Well, I've been there for 17 years. I was faithful for Calvary Baptist Church in Delaware for, I believe it was um, 10 years. So everywhere that I planted my feet, I tried to be faithful and and be consistent, you know, and to just keep that brand that, oh, she's going to show up. She's she's forthright. She's honest. She's full of integrity. You know, um, she's transparent. And sometimes she's vulnerable. That means my face, you can read it. <laughs> you know? Exactly, right? You are who you are. And I, and, I, and I really love that about you, April, because you're showing your true self. You know, you're not putting that mask on. Okay, it, it's only a, a, a podcast and it's only a talk show right now. I'm going to put this face on. You're actually giving me who you really are. And I can see that. I can see that in your body language. I can see that in your, I can hear that in your voice. And I can hear that through your tea because you are authentic. You are who you are, you know, and you're really, really appreciative of everything that you've been given in your life. And I am really blessed to have you come into my life. You know, God, God puts us into people's lives, not the people that we want, but the people that we need. And I say this all the time. A lot of people will say, well, how do you find your guests, Mrs.? Sometimes the guests find me, you know, and April is one of them. April was the (laughs) one who reached out to me, Miss Liz. And I am really appreciative of you coming my way, April, because I think there's a lot of things that we can talk about off the show and, and we can actually collaborate for sure and grow together because Absolutely. I truly believe what you're doing is amazing and it is incredible. You have that Thank message, you. you have that hope, and you have the life experience to give that message, you know? Amen. You worked in McDonald's, you know what I mean? Like you didn't, you weren't given the easy road. You were given the road that you had to work the steps. You had to be consistent. You had to grow. So any final words that you would like to give to the viewers out there? I want you to give a strong message maybe to the youths because it's the youths that I really want to work with. I really want them to understand that we do have their backs because they are the next generation. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, and one thing I wanted to say is that you know, I didn't expect to be on here, right? I really am so grateful because I came across your your um, a couple of your messages, and I could see, and I'm I'm gifted in that, right? Where we perception, right? We can perceive and um, discernment, right? And so there was a time when I saw one picture, you were just glowing and, and then a couple of pictures back to back, you could just see that you were going through internally. Um, and you know, I, I'm not the type of person that, Oh, let me know what the, what the tea is. Right. <laughs> Only thing I know is that your cup was not shining. And yeah. so your crown was kind of tilted. And so when we see that, I just feel in my heart, it's my duty to lift you up, 
you know, um, we should be the lifter of our sisters and brothers. You know, it doesn't matter um, what, even what, what belief, you know, there's some people that believe, oh, I can only talk to Christians. I can talk only this, you know, I didn't know what you really believed. I didn't know your teeth. But I do know that we're called to help one another. And you never know who can be that person to change your life. And it changed my life because even though I was connecting with you, there were people that were connecting with me because I'm encouraging you. (laughs) (laughs) It's that circle, right? It's it's the everlasting circle. You know, uh, you plant a seed, you help the seed, you water the seed. and Exactly. Exactly. And you give it freely, just like Christ says, freely I give, freely I receive. And so one thing, another thing I wanted to share was there is no shortcuts. You know, there was no shortcuts. And I can say only for me, there's no shortcuts. I had to go the long way, you know, Um, and even in ministry, you know, no one just said, oh, here, I'm going to give you this license. You know, there was a time you had to prove, you know, your calling. You had to prove the word. You had to know the word, Um, walk it, talk it, breathe it, (laughs) you know, and because I'm grateful that I didn't take the shortcuts because my one thing that you'll learn from me, it says that, you know, your gifts make room for you, right? Your anointing will open that door for you, but your character, your integrity will keep you in that position, right? So when we keep our character and we keep developing, it's not a one and done. We constantly have to sharpen our, you know, we're all diamonds in the rough. You know, we all have to be shaped and cleaned and polished. And that comes with self-care. That comes with helping others as well as growing, whether you're learning something, reading a book. You know, we also, um, I just um, established again, um, I had Kingdom um, Royalty Publishing, which was a partnership, but this year that, that had tr- expired. So this year we've we did it and now we have kingdom royalty book club and publishing we're going to be publishing um our first book is going to come from our overcomers conference on december the 11th and that is going to be available on zoom and in person at our church it's our third annual conference and it's basically we have eight speakers almost to 10 speakers that tell their testimony they have about 15 minutes to tell their testimony about what they overcame the first time um we had a young lady that overcame rape she had never shared anybody to anyone and she was actually like 35 years old and in that conference she shared her testimony she literally um, was the chains were broken off of her life. We've had um, the second year, we had another young lady that was sharing and a, even a gentleman that shared that their trauma in domestic violence and it broke chains off of their life. You know, some people had lost their jobs and they didn't know how they were going to make it. But by them telling the testimony, they received employment they received help. So there's so many things that are powerful. The revelation says that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So we are super excited and the tickets are only $15. And, you know, we can, um, you can also reach out to me for tickets and you can watch it from the comfort of your home. We have people around the world that's going to be watching it. It's so amazing. And we're going to have people that's in person. So we're just impacting. And not only am I developing myself, I'm also developing the next generation um, of leaders because they, some of them are, are ministers. Some of them are pastors that are going to be sharing. And some of them are lay people that never have spoken. Last year, we had a young lady. She never spoke. That was her first platform. This year, she was the first person to say, when are we having the conference? <laughs> so her confidence is just, and and I'm just so amazed at what God is doing. And like I said, it's not about just my tea, right? My joy, but I'm also here to empower you to bring up your joy, you know, and that's a collaborative aspect. 
it's not and i and i share you know and i'm not even on program i'm just the facilitator to create the platform and to build them up so that they can be confident in the gifts that god has given them and that they can move from and the and the platform helps them in their business we have people that they shared their testimony. Now they're business owners because they didn't have the confidence to speak to people. So this platform is for anyone that wants to participate. So we're super excited. Well, I really want to thank you, April, for joining me today in the studio and sharing all this incredible tools and tippets. You know, if anybody would like to reach out to Dr. April Johnson, I have been putting her links and contact information up as well. Uh, she's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She does have her website. So please check her out. And oh my God, April, thank you so much for joining me today and having tea and sharing a strong cup of tea. Uh, I really believe you have a lot of teas in you, as we all do. We all serve a different tea yes. every day, but we do have our tea of life. And her tea of life is thinker, excellence, and appreciate it. I think she's a strong cup of tea, this woman. So I really want to thank each and every one of you for watching me tonight on Tea Time. And I will see you again on November 16th with a new guest. Kelly Whedon will be in here speaking on financial freedom. So I bring a different cup every time so that I can help each and every one of you in different aspects of your life. If one cup of tea does not resonate with you, the next cup will. I guarantee you that one cup will. So again, thank you, April, for joining me. It was a pleasure having you here yes, with me. It has been a pleasure. Thank and you. It is, and it is a pleasure to have all of the viewers that have been tuning in to Miss Liz's Tea Time. If you would like to see something special on Tea Time, please put it into the comments or reach out to me, Miss Liz, at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. And we will make a difference one cup of tea at a time because in 2022... There's a different kind of tea coming. And that's all I can say. So watch out for the tools <laughs> and the nuggets that Miss Liz is putting onto her personal pages and to her Facebook, Miss Liz's Tea Time, because there is a lot coming next year. April will be helping me with getting some of that <laughs> stuff going, because I truly believe that we were connected for a reason and we Absolutely. were meant to join together to collaborate and to make a difference together. So we can water the rose petals and create a beautiful flower together. I, I really yeah. truly believe that there was a reason for us connecting. So again, thank you, April, for joining me. And thank you to the viewers. And if you watch replay, please push hashtag replay. And we will see you November 16th at 4 p.m. with a new guest, with a new cup of tea. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed day.